0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this is Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare. Oh yeah, I forgot I'm introducing myself and on. I am Ron Jack. And we're here doing the show, we're doing the thing. I don't know what we're going to talk about. It's going to be one of those episodes. So I went to a party uh, two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, two weeks ago. uh, One of my boys was having a diaper party. And uh, I'm standing there and I uh, run across this girl that I knew from high school, right? And it was one of those situations, kind of like me and you have, all the fucking time, of like how the fuck do you know this random person from my past that I've known forever? Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you know them? Well, long well, story short, he knew her. And uh, so we're, we're shooting the shit because I hadn't seen her since high school. And uh, she was like, real nonchalantly, she was like, oh, hey, so, uh, you know, I randomly stumbled upon this podcast one day. <laughs> She's like... I was like, oh yeah, what was it called? She's like, common debauchery. She's like, is that you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, that's me and my buddy. What'd she say? Is she, a, is she a fan? Yeah, she seemed like she liked it. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So you know who you are if you're listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Hi. That's cool. I like it. Yeah. It was super weird. Like, I. Like, and not like weird in a bad way, but it's like, number one, just the fact that, like, hadn't seen this girl since high school and then run into her at a party at my buddy's house that like never knew that he knew her. But did you know that he didn't know that you knew he knew? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, I, I love that stuff. So like I get, I'll get like random messages or something like that. Or like, I mean, obviously I have the three shows and it happens most often with tip of the cap because obviously I use that as like my... Mm-hmm. like my training brand as well um but no like it's it's cool because like i'll get somebody who like messages me personally on facebook or something like oh hey man like i listen to your podcast tip of the cap all the time oh dude i listen to the hats hats that's all the time like and it, it's it's a cool it's a cool feeling isn't it like yeah. like is that you like you're you're like at, a, at the same time i've had other people be like oh yeah like i'll talk about that on the podcast and they're like what podcast like oh tip of the cap like holy shit like you're tip of the cap like yeah <laughs> like, we've, we've been friends for three years. How do you not know that? Like, I introduced myself as Coach Jaws on that show. Like, right. Whatever. But, I mean, you know, it is, it is. It's cool when people are like, oh, shit, that's you? Yeah. Or like, they stumble, or you like, some of you didn't know listens, like tells you that they listened kind of thing. Right. Like, at this point, like, how many people have we run across that me and you have that situation of like, how the oh fuck my God. do you know? It was like, for a while there, it was like, Every Every other week. Every other week, or like every other month for like the first two years of our friendship, like one random person would comment either on like your Facebook or my Facebook, and we would message each other and be like, No. So I'm pretty sure the first one was. was Kenzie. I think so. Yeah. And it like, but because a a couple of them happened in a row where one of us commented on on the other's Facebook. And then somebody else was like, wait, how do you know John? Sorry. Wait, how do you know him? Like, yeah, it was, it was cool. But like, you know, like all of a sudden we're like, no, no, wait, how do you know them? Like, right. Like, that's my buddy. And like, he's also my barber. How do you know him? And like, and like, we would know them for absolutely completely different reasons. Yes. And like, the crazy thing is, is we have so many people in common in our lives It's, like, a goddamn miracle that we somehow never fucking met previously to when we actually met and started hanging out. Right. Which, that is completely, like, 100% by happenstance. Right. Of all the people that, like, we've been around that know the two of us collectively but separately... And it just so happened that we met because I had a standing appointment at the place you work and the guy that my standing appointment was decided he didn't want to work Tuesdays anymore. Yeah. Like, and you happened to be the guy that was available. Right. Like, and it's like, you know, I think our paths never really crossed because like you knew people because you worked with them in a place that I didn't work or, you know, you knew them through a gym or something like that. And obviously I wasn't going to the gym Stuff like that. And I knew them because they felt like I worked with one of them. Actually, the story about how I met Kenzie is pretty bad. Uh, not for the air. I don't sure. know if I ever told you. I don't think you have. But, um, yeah. And then, like, they were either my friend's group or met them. It's just, it's, it's a wonder that we never crossed paths before. Yeah, like, there was a... One of them was like somebody who was a nurse at day camp. That was like, oh, yeah. Wait, like, how do you two know each other? Like, wait, wait, no, how do you two know each other? And wait. That, yeah, yeah, it Was that was, uh, was Kenzie? Yeah, and uh, that was all because of your uh, your Super Bowl pool. Yes, because she commented on it, and she's like, "I'll take these squares," and I was like, "How the fuck do you know, guys?" Right. So I, this is a funny one. So. As we walked into the garage recording studio today, I noted that there's uh, some paraphernalia that's missing from in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of pieces of furniture have, have have gone because we've actually gotten some of it to sell, which is awesome, but then we got to talking, like, about, like, so the one piece, that, that corner piece that was over there, yeah, I, yeah. again, I'm pointing and talking about things that people can't see, like, a, like an idiot, but... It was this, like, black corner table. It was cool. And Alley Cat was redoing it and doing her whole kit and caboodle with that, which uh, she does a really cool job with. She really does. And she liked it. She liked what it looked like, but she wasn't sure, like, where to go with it. And she's like, at this point, I just need it to move because it's just taking up space. And so she's like, hey, can you help me get this out of the garage? Somebody's coming to pick it up. So I'm carrying this thing out of the garage. And here comes this dude walking up our driveway that I'm like, I know you. (laughs) Wait, not. No, that's not him. Oh, maybe it is him. And then I heard him talk and I was like, no, that's totally him. It was a dude I worked with at day camp for legitimately my entire career. (laughs) I don't know if he didn't like recognize me or if he just didn't put it in place of who I was, like whatever, but like <clears throat> he didn't say a word. He didn't have that look like. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes when you see people, what I like to say, like out of context, so you just, you don't put something together, you know, I, uh, and I joke about this all the time. I am a very contextual person. Like people will not recognize me if I am not in the setting they know me from. Mm hmm. To the point that, like, there have been people that I have worked with that see me on a ball diamond, and all of a sudden they're like, like "I'm like, oh hey John, oh, oh Jesus Christ!" <laughs> like, and then it takes them a minute. Like, yeah, like I'm just I like I am recognizable in context, but I guarantee you there are points where people have walked by me and like I've noticed them like, oh, didn't even say hi, huh? And so oh, no, I didn't even see you, like. I am six four, north of three hundred pounds. Yeah. I do not blend in well. <laughs> no, I've had people, um, <clears throat> specifically like clients of mine, see me out in public and stuff, and I, I have so many people. Like I can only remember so many damn faces, especially right. if you've only been to me like one or two times. I'm sorry, I'm not going to remember who the hell you are. But I had a guy stop me at a bandits game. Once, he's like, oh, hey, how are you? And I'm just like... Good. I literally looked at him, and I was just like, who the fuck are you? Like, (laughs) how do you know me? Like, who do you think I am? Right. Like, oh, you cut my hair. like, oh, cool. How many times? (laughs) You know what the tough one for me is? Coaching. Yeah. When you coached a kid... When they were like... Eleven or twelve years old. Yeah, and now they're eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. So you haven't changed to them. Like, maybe your facial hair has changed a little bit, but like you're, you still kind of look like yourself from ten years from ten years ago. Yeah. But they have gone through a whole ass change called puberty. They've grown some a foot or more. Like yeah uh, yeah you know they they've gotten older they're not that same little like. I mean, I look at pictures of me when I was twelve, and like, you can kind of see that that's me. Mm -hmm. But if you cut, like, if you only knew me back then, and I walked up to you, you'd be like, "Really? That you? That's yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I see it. Like, it It should be like if you knew someone as a kid." And you see them when you become an adult. You need to walk up with a picture of yourself as a kid on your phone. This be was like, me. Remember me, right? Be like, oh, okay. Now I remember you seeing that picture of it, me. you with. Would- it happened to me this year at the college. I like, <laughs> so we were we were supposed to play, and I don't remember what team we were supposed to play, but we were there. We were warming up. They were warming up. We went through all of warm ups. Right, BP, IO, whole nine yards. And we find out that the umpires aren't coming. Who fucked that up? I don't know. Like, I legitimately don't know. Like, I don't remember the scheduling snafu. Oh, they... Everyone but the umpires knew the game was at our place. The umpires were sent to their their place. And, like, (laughs) it was far enough away... Where you couldn't, like, about face and make it back in time. Like, we would have been waiting three hours. Because it was game time and they were at the other field. Oh, God. So, like, they pulled a dude from Rochester who didn't have a game. And there was another guy who's from this area who was heading out to Geneseo to do a game. And they had him turn around so So how late did this game start it was like an hour to an hour and 15 delayed no but it it was a one o'clock game so it wasn't awful like but the coaches like so we like sent the kids there were food trucks and stuff across the streets or like yeah go get food like you know made the joke like take a friend like hold it hold you know take a friend do the buddy system hold hands crossing the street don't get abducted don't take candy from strangers like Gave him the whole sarcastic dad conversation yeah. because they're college kids and they, you know, should be smarter. But, they're um, fine. and the coaches started playing fungo golf, which is just fun to do when you're a baseball coach. And we get done, and all of a sudden I hear, "Holy shit! Look at this fucking guy!" And I look over, I'm like, "Holy shit!" And I remember the dad. I used to sit like his son was a couple years younger than the age group I coached. So like we would sit there, I'd be at the front desk while their his his kid's team was practicing and me and his me and the old man would sit there and shoot the shit while like, football was on, whatever, right? I must have spent hours talking to this dude. When his kid was 10, mm-hmm. 11, up to like maybe 13. And he's like, "Oh yeah," he goes, "I think yeah, he goes, I think he's getting the ball in game 2." And he goes, "I saw you and I looked at him was like, "Hey, do you remember him?" He's like, yeah, that kind of looks like Coach Jobs for New Era. And he's like, that is Coach Jobs for New Era. Like, he goes, you should say hi. He's like, he's not going to fucking remember me. And like, sure as shit, he took them out in game 2 I'm like, I would not have fucking remembered him. <laughs> <Get> the kid's <laughs> six foot seven now, right? The last time I saw him, he was four foot two. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about like just how height fucking changes you. you you're one of those short, stubby, kind of yeah. chunky, chubby kids when you're, you know, you know, 11, 12 years old, and then all of a sudden you stay the same weight when you fucking somehow grow eight inches over summer. Yeah. All of a sudden you come back looking like a string bean. Yeah. Looking like the version of you that got sucked into the vortex. That happened to me. Uh, but like, my big girl spur was, like, between, like, freshman and sophomore year. Mine was... Mine had to be like around twelve, like twelve turning thirteen. I hit, I hit, I hit one at about that age, and then I hit another one right about before my sophomore year. Yeah, because I went like somewhere. There's a picture of me that exists pitching when I was twelve, and I like have my knee up, like I'm full, like that full lift, and I I'm towering over the umpire behind me. Like, he's Mm -hmm. one dude from the mound who's, like, 16. And, like, I'm on a mound, but I'm on a mound at, like, a town park. It's not really a mound. I may as well have been throwing a flat ground. Yeah. And I'm a good head and a half above this kid. And pretty surely I was, like, 5'11", foot for freshman football. Yeah. I stopped at 6'4". So, like, I didn't go that far, you know. Like, I didn't didn't grow that much more once I hit high school. I was just already taller than the average bear at the time. Yeah. Fun story. I was told um, I wouldn't break 5'7". So that was fun. Well, I mean, both your parents are relatively short statured. So it is surprising that you made it this tall. Yeah. Well, all my height I get from... My uncles and my grandfathers, mm-hmm. like all of my uncles and all of my grandfathers, like biological uncles and grandfathers. So, oh my god! Like, yeah, this is a fun story, but um, this is going to step into a funny story. They're all over six foot. Mm-hmm. Like my grandpa was six four. My like his son was six three. Um, and funny, uh, last weekend we were at Ali Allie cat's family house. or uncle's in town. Who's going to be the officiant at our wedding? Mm-hmm. To show you the amount of fun that we're going to have with this dude officiating the wedding, he asked me about my necklace. So for those playing the home game, I wear a necklace that never leaves my body. It's Milnor. It's Thor's hammer. Around it sit three rings. Both of my grandfather's wedding bands and one of Cat's grandfather's wedding bands. I explained that to him because he asked about the necklace because he's like, "Oh, what is that?" So I explained it, and he goes, "Why did your grandfather have two wedding bands?" Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like, we all kind of looked like, well, you see, most people have two. <laughs> like, yeah. mom, mom's mom got a dad and dad's got a dad. They're both called grandpa. <laughs> it was a really funny, like, step into that because he's just – he's so funny. Like, unintentionally funny sometimes. Like, that was not meant to be, like, a – like, that was a legitimate question. That was a an honest-to-God I would like to know the answer of why your grandfather had two different wedding bands. No, no, both grandpas only had one. Yeah. Oh. And I, like I've worn this necklace for the better part of two years. Yeah. Like I've so I've worn a milaner for five years now, and I threw the rings on it a year ago, so two Februarys ago. Yeah. In the last two months, I've been asked more about the necklace than I did the entire five years prior to that. Because <laughs> like most people see it like and assume it's like a weird cross or something or like yeah, okay. I get like oh, what is that an anchor? Oh, is that well, what is that Celtic? Like no, no. It's no fucking no, no, shut up. No, 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 no. In the immortal words of La Knight, Nana. I normally wear mine, too. Just I can't sleep with it on. It fucking... So I was raised Catholic. And in that Catholic upbringing, at one point I received as a gift a St. Rita pendant. And St. Rita is the patron saint of impossible dreams and lost causes. So, like, if you lose something... And you think you'll never see it again. You're supposed to pray to St. Rita to help you find it type thing. Well, that's St. Anthony. Uh, St. Rita is also in that same boat. Oh, okay. So uh, I remember being a kid, like, you know, with my aunt being a nun. You know, she'd always be like, oh, you know, if you ever lose something and you can't find it, you know, dear St. Anthony, please look around. Prayer or whatever the hell it was. Right. So we basically, like... I was given this because it was one of those things, you know, like never give up on your dreams and like Mm -hmm. nothing's a lost cause and all that stuff. And there's more to it. We won't get into it because it's not just not that show. Right. Uh, So every now and again, I get the, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, like, especially when I was trying to leave day camp and looking for a job and was struggling a little bit, truthfully. Yeah. I, it was like, oh, you know, I know you're, it's not really your shtick, but like, you know, maybe, maybe. Pray pray to St. Rita. And, like, I just, because I received that as a gift. And I ended up getting another one later on because, like, the original one broke and, like, fell through the hole of a locker that, like, into the bowels of the school or something. Right, yeah. So I ended up getting a new one, like, on a thicker necklace and, like, a thicker pendant and stuff. And, like, I've just been wearing a necklace nonstop most of my life. This one's just a little bit bigger and heavier than most of those were. Mm-hmm. I'm just so used to wearing it at this point. I feel weird when I don't. Yeah, I can't sleep with a necklace on. Like, when it just fucking moves around, and like, it'll just sit in a weird place or whatever. It just, it's very irritating to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it, like, again, I feel weird when I don't have it on, including when I'm sleeping. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, but, even in basic training, like I couldn't even sleep with my dog tags on. I had to take them off and fucking hang them on the... Uh, hang them on your bedpost? Yeah. I think most guys did. But... Yeah, I, I feel like that's a little bit different because, like, I've worn... Dog tags with, like, those... Those little, are on a little bit of a longer chain, though, so, like, you could actually probably fucking strangle yourself with one of those. Well, between that and, like, the just the way the chain sits, like, because yeah. it's that, like, weird ball chain thing. Yeah. That, like, it actually pinches your skin if you move a certain way. Uh-huh. I'm, I, I don't fucking tell you, but... If you've never worn that style of necklace, like, you don't know. But Hell, once, once I was actually in the real army, I didn't even wear them around my neck. I hooked him on my, my belt loop and would tuck him in my back pocket like a carabiner. <laughs> and like, is, wasn't that supposed to be a thing so like, they could identify you? Like, uh huh. That's why you have two, right? One to remain on you if it's still there, right? And one to be collected to, you know, send to whoever to be like, oh, he's gone, right? A lot of guys, they would actually, uh, when they went overseas, from what I've been told and seen, they would lace one of them into their boot laces. Gotcha. The, they would keep one around their neck, and or they would get like a third one made and lace right. it into their into their boot. Um, which hmm. makes a little sense unless you get your fucking foot blown off. Yeah, unless you get Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Or uh. One of the most unintentionally funny parts of Rambo 1. Have, have, have you never seen... have never seen any of the Rambo movies. I mean, it's basically if Rocky was a soldier. So you're not missing much. But I know you told me I haven't, like, haven't really seen the Rocky movies either, right? Nope. Right. So there's a point where, like, Rocky... And it's not supposed to be funny. Like, it's Rocky... Sorry. It's Rambo going through, like, some PTSD shit. And... They're trying to talk to him, like John. Like it's okay, John. You can come home, and he's like crying and like reliving a conversation he had with one of his platoon mates, where he's like, oh, "I just want to go home and I want to, you know, I, I want to take my dog on a walk." And I'm like, you can "Go for a walk! I can't even find your fucking legs!" Like, and it just the way the whole thing plays out. I watched it the first time, and I laughed. Right? It's not funny. Uh, sometimes one of the funniest. Scenes though, the ones that are not supposed to be funny, but for some reason sit- you find the them situation's in- not funny. But when you watch a young Stallone with, the, with that punchy like, oh, "I can't even find your fucking legs," and like it just it was so yeah. so fucking funny because it sounded like Rocky telling a joke to Adrian when he's concussed. Like that's what it <laughs> sounded like, and for some reason I pissed myself laughing. And everyone around me was like, why? Like, they started to, to do, like, yeah, that is really dumb funny for no reason. Yeah. Oh, man. You can't even find your fucking legs. Oh, God. Probably one of the funniest I've ever laughed at a fucking movie was the first time I ever watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's one I've never seen. You know? Oh, my God. we got to watch that. Okay. Uh, this upcoming, we got to watch it uh, around Thanksgiving, though. Because sure. It's, it's a Thanksgiving movie. Um. I'm not like I'm not even going to spoil it for you now. No, that I no. know you've never seen it. Like we're going to watch it, and, and then we can talk. We can do we can do a producer style movie review. There was there was a show. couple of parts movie. of that movie. One in particular, I thought I was going to pass the fuck out. I was laughing so hard. I like, love we that. We had to stop the movie because I was laughing so hard. That's awesome. That's those are the best. You know, like, that's that. That's that old school comedy though, with like Steve Martin and John Candy. Yeah, like a little like definitely borderline, like not just borderline, but like over the line of twenty twenty three wouldn't be okay. Plains slap- trains, and automobile bills probably could be made today. Okay, like it's not it's not that bad, but, but more of that like quirky that, slapstick kind slapstick of humor, slapstick eighties yeah. kind of humor. Yeah, almost a literal like punch you in the nose kind of humor type thing. Yeah, gotcha. I want a fucking car. So, have you ever ruined a movie for somebody? Yes. Like, it's like somebody watches it, like, oh my god, this is my favorite movie, my favorite movie, my favorite movie, and like, then you you make a comment about it after the fact, and it kind of like ruins it for them. Not like I've like ruined it for people where like they're like, oh my god, this is like a great movie. This is my favorite movie. and Then like they make me watch it or whatever. And I'm like, fuck, it sucked. So like that's that's different obviously. Like yeah. that's not what we're talking about here. Like and, I mean I've watched movies that people are like, "Oh my god, this is a great movie." And I was like, "I don't I don't get it." But right. No, what I like Shawshank Redemption. I love Shaw. It's one of my favorite movies. We were in college and I low-key ruined Shawshank Redemption for a group of my friends. Why? Because we're sitting there and like and I've seen the movie, and it all hot ends. Everyone in the room has seen the movie, and it all hot ends. And it's the end of the movie, and Red is walking down the beach mm-hmm. to meet up with Andy Dufresne. And somebody jokingly goes, "And they live happily ever after." And oh my god, I love this movie! It's so, like such a good movie. Like, and I looked at my buddy, and I was like, and it, "It was Austin." I'm like, I looked, I was like, I'm surprised you like a prison love story so much. And he goes, what? I go, you know that that's what this is, right? Yeah, 100%. These dudes were locked up for a long time. 20 years. And I can tell you from experience at day camp, when people are locked up for 6 to 8 months, the first thing they want to do is go find something to smash. Mm -hmm. These dudes go live on a beach together on a boat. In Mexico. With a lot of money fuck ton of money. Like, so, I was like, I'm surprised you guys like a prison relationship story so much. And they all just, like, it was like one of those glass shatter moments where, like... Nobody ever thought about nope. that before? Nope. And, and listen, they're like, I... Oh, they're just really good friends. Yes. No. Yes, that is... No. And to this day, people will be like, no, that's not, like... That, like, it, that that's a thing. But, like, when that movie was made, it wasn't something they pounded you over the skull with. But yeah, uh, that was so. Just to, and what year was that? Seven. I'm just wondering, like, because he uh, he steals three hundred seventy thousand dollars. Yes. Right. What year? Uh, probably in the '60s. When did he escape? This is so intriguing. I just want to know like in today's money with like inflation, right. how much is that 300? So we'll just say like 1965. Sure. 1965 inflation calculator. <laughs> this is one of those awesome ones that like we should pause the recording, but we're not going to. We're not. We're going to no, 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 no. we're going to talk meaninglessly through it because all right, so we want to do like 1965 we want three hundred and twenty seven thousand dollars. Oh my. A lot of money. Three million holy shit. Three million thirty seven thousand nine hundred and eighty five dollars in today's money. That's insane. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, just hearing $370,000 is, or whatever it was, is insane. That's, yeah. like, an insane amount of money. And then you realize that was in the 60s. We, we assume. Yeah. Like, we assume that was in the 60s. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Hold on a second. Over like, $3 million. Uh When was... Just type in, when did Dufresne escape from prison? It was in the 40s. In the 40s? No. Brooks got released in 1954. Okay. In early 1947. So yep. the movie is set in the 40s. That's so he starts. So he stole the money in the 40s. No. No, the movie starts like, he gets sentenced to prison in the 40s. He didn't... That's when it starts. Right, but he stole the money prior to going to prison, didn't he? No, he embezzled the money out of the fucking warden's crooked dealings. Oh, that's right. He stole the money while he was in prison. Right, got From the prison. Yeah. Or from the warden. No, you're right. I... Whatever. (laughs) I, I fucked. Don't try to correct me on one of my favorite fucking movies. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I that was one of the funniest. That like just that glass shatter moment for my friends was like, oh my! What? No, no, no! And I was like, yes. Uh, you may not like it, but that's and I will. That's a hill I'll die on. That is one hundred percent a hill I will die on. I'll be right there with you on that one, man. And there's nothing wrong with that. Good for them. You know, right? It is what it is. That's buds. Uh, you know what else? I, so I, I realized this the other day. You walked in our house just now, and we were watching New Girl, one of my favorite shows. Great. This like this is a show that I put up there on, and I know a couple of these shows you're not a fan of, but like I put it up there with like Friends, The Office, How I Met Your Mother, like in like, like Psych. Like, a funny whole, God, like, just, like, just a feel-good show that you like to put on and re-watch. And, th- like, it's now a show that we cycle through like we do those other ones. Yeah. God damn it. Now I might rewatch Psych now that you mentioned it. I love Psych. Um, so, we just watched the episode of New Girl that Prince was on. Yeah. Like, where they go to Prince's party. and yeah, like yeah. Jess spends the whole time with Prince, and they're like... And they make Prince to be like one kind of creepy, but also I mean, having. He was kind of creepy. Let's I agree. Be I agree. <laughs> but they also make him out to be like somewhat magical. Yeah. Where like he closes Jess in like a tiny enclosed space and then appears behind her with a lighter. <laughs> yeah. And like taps on his shoulder and a butterfly lands on his shoulder. So he's like, oh, now do you understand? And she's like, yeah. And he taps his shoulder. And the butterfly lands on his shoulder, and he, like, pats the butterfly's wing, and he goes, "Now do you understand? And, like, we were talking about it, and we... I, he start, he sings at the end, right? So they, they do a Prince song at the end of the show. And I looked at Ali and I was like, I don't understand Prince. I don't understand how he got popular musically. Prince was a weird guy, man. He made some pretty decent music, and then he just took the eccentrics of his personality and stage persona... And I don't think anybody really knew where Prince began and, like... The symbol started? The symbol started, you know. It's one of those things that, like, when he became Prince, like, that was all there was left. There was nothing before Prince. I mean, he was from Minnesota just like the most random place. Like, so I'm looking through, it's the very best of prints, Uh right? Diamonds and Pearls. I feel like I've heard of that. 1999. Little Red Corvette. When Doves Cry. cry. Cream, Sign of the Times, I Want to Be Your Lover. Purple Rain. Let's Go Crazy. Money Don't Matter Tonight. Thieves in the Temple. Purple Rain. You got the look. Get off. I would die for you. Alphabet Street, Raspberry Beret, and Kiss. It's Raspberry Beret? I thought it was... Oh, no. It was Little Red Corvette, and Raspberry Beret. Correct. So, like... I mean, I've heard of a couple of those, but I'm not like, dude, that's a... That's a banger. Let's Go Crazy is... Let's Go Crazy is a great fucking Prince song. But, like, I just don't understand the regard he was held in. Like... The 80s, man. I understand the 80s. I just... I just don't understand Prince. A lot of other things that I have in the 80s, I can be like, nah, I get it. This is not one of them. Now, do I do I think to some extent he probably... Did he pay... Can we say he paved the way for Michael? No. No. Absolutely not. Are you sure? Yeah, because Michael was part of the Jackson Five, and he was a child prodigy. I understand that as well. But, like, did Prince's popularity and no. eccentricism pave the way for Michael Jackson to become Michael Jackson outside of the Jackson Five? No. Okay. And I'm, I'm legitimately asking because I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to come up with some, like, oh-my-God moment here. I'm actually legitimately asking the question. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think that Prince was Prince, and Michael was Michael, and that's that's it. like Michael would have been Michael without Prince ever being a thing. Oh, they were rivals, mm hmm I didn't know that, yeah, because they were they both pretty much rose to popularity at the same time, and Michael had more popularity because of his time with the Jackson Five, huh. The more you know. Mm -hmm. See, we are educational and informative jackasses on this show. Jackasses being the primary adjective. Heard. (laughs) Yeah, I just... Because, like... So, all throughout How I Met Your Mother, Marshall obviously references Prince. Yeah. Because he's Prince. And he's from Minnesota, which is where Marshall's from in the show. Then... There's an entire episode, if not two... I'm pretty sure Prince makes a second cameo in New Girl. Yeah. Prince, like, they created a hologram of Prince to perform at a halftime show within the last five years. And... I just... I don't understand. I just don't get the... And, like, okay, and in New Girl, they fawn over him. Mm -hmm. All of them. Like to the point that they dance on stage with him and like the the end of the the episode cuts to them. Do you want to know why I think like a lot of these shows like leaned toward Prince like that? I would love to hear this theory. He was probably cheap to work with because he was relatively kind of like a no-name, like not very popular artist by the time these shows were being made. He was probably cheap and easy to work with. He was never on How I Met Your Mother. They just referenced him a lot. Right. But a lot of times, even when you reference someone or something like that, like you have to pay royalties and stuff like that. I wonder how that would work with the whole like artist formerly known as Prince, then symbol, then artist formerly known as symbol thing. Well, that all had to do with like the record label technically owned the rights to the name Prince. Right. And then he split from his record label... That's when he became the artist formerly known as Prince. I don't know why I remember all of that. Like, and then he just went by symbol. Yeah, he just had that weird, weird symbol. Yeah. Like, and it was the symbol that was supposed to be like his symbol that meant Prince, but he just, just called me symbol. Yeah. And then like, for a little while there was the artist formerly known as symbol because didn't he win the rights to be called Prince back or something? Yeah. Like Eventually he did, yeah. Either won them back or like he had enough money, he bought them. And like all of that for me is it's kind of like the same deal with like WWE wrestlers, right? Like they do not own the rights to those names normally, uh, with ver- with the exception of very few who are actually using like their real names or something like that, or guys that have like have like they were brought in. Under the moniker that they became famous as, right. famous as like AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few others in there. But then you get people like Dean Ambrose, leaves the company, can't use Dean Ambrose. But then again, he also went back to what John he used Moxley. to use in the indies before he went to WWE. Or like, so, like, so Matt, Matt and Jeff Hardy, yeah. that's their name. That's their legitimate name. Which... So there's something to be said about making it big as you, because you get to carry that popularity with you, Mm -hmm. but, like, how many people are allowed to do that? Like, how many people are allowed, like, Bubba Ray Dudley's name is not Bubba Ray Dudley. No. To the point that when ECW got bought by WCW, or got bought by WWE, and now he's in Impact, TNA, whatever... And even outside of that, he can't. He doesn't go by Bubba Ray. He goes by Bully Ray. Yeah. But like, Devon goes by Devon. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. That one I don't get. How does one Dudley boy have their name? Spike Dudley has his name too. Well, is Devon his actual name or like a shortened version of his actual name? That I'm not sure. Because if that was the case, I would be like, all right, cool. I won't use. The Dudley last name sure whatever but you can't stop me from using my real name or like a real nickname that I've used my entire life right yeah I so the, I, did Seth Rollins go by Seth Rollins in the indies no what did he go by Tyler Tyler Black Tyler Black Tyler Black yeah and I know I know Roman Reigns didn't go by Roman Reigns no like so, those are guys that just like. Well, no, Roman Reigns actually did because Roman Reigns never wrestled anywhere but for WWE in some fashion. Roman Reigns never did indies. He might have. He might have gone under a different name when he was in developmental. Sure, because they do that shit all the time when you're like a no name just starting out, yeah, like, whatever. But oh, well, because like I know. I mean, perfect example. He's super popular right now. La Knight. Yeah. He was Eli Drake. Yeah. So like. It, yeah. It, yeah. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the guy on TikTok that fucking looks yes, just yo, like him? Have you seen the guys? Have you seen the videos on TikTok that stitch his yeah into other songs? Yeah. Like I, I love every St- second of it. They stitch La Knight's yeah into yeah by Usher. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> i was watching something and uh it was an interview a clip of an interview with mandy rose and she was like she was shooting on wwe because yeah. they fired her right but she's also like you know i have to thank them because by them firing me like that And by them saying the reason that they fired me, it caused me to become, like, a millionaire overnight. Because everyone was like, oh, shit, Mandy Rose has an OnlyFans? And WWE fired her because of the content she was posting on there. Every little 18-year-old fanboy with a credit card was like, I'm going to Mandy Rose's OnlyFans. Well, that is the one thing I will never understand. Like so part of me under like okay. I get the OnlyFans side of it. Because they have contracts with like kids' toy companies and stuff yeah, like it was, that. Like, so like Mattel was making a big deal of it. Yeah, so they were the ones who were like, uh, you cannot have someone posting porn yeah. that we're making an action figure of. That is not okay. Mm-hmm. Um so that part makes sense. But the guys that do the streaming and stuff like there are like a lot of them especially when they're on the road like would have twitch accounts and stuff and they did didn't they do something where they like you're allowed to have it but you can't like use your WWE name you can't even reference like WWE while you're so, on it so initially, and then, like, initially it was like that and then they fought back like no this is fucking ridiculous so like cuz like WWE uh, was uh, like no, we don't want you to be able to make a dime off, off of us. our name so what it originally was is originally it was a thing where they weren't allowed they, like, it was just kind of a free reign thing. So they were just doing it. And the WWE's like, wait a minute. These guys are making money that we're not seeing. Yeah. We want a piece of this pie. But the, like, the only reason you're popular on Twitch is because you're Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Or you're Big E Langston or Xavier Woods. like cause yeah. those are the big three. To the point that their thing is called like, up, up, down, down or something yeah. like that. And... WWE, like, bought the rights to it. Mm-hmm. So now they let them do that as them, but WWE owns it. Uh, but the other people who have, like, their own Twitch accounts and stuff like, like that. Paige had her own. Yes. And when all that stuff went down, she goes, fine, fuck you. Everybody knows who I am already, so I'll just go by her real name. Well, so they tried to put a stop to it as a whole. Mm-hmm. But that's when that like they basically came back and said like you can't use WWE logos, you can't use like anything WWE. You can't promote WWE. Like your your name can't be at WWE LA Knight. It yeah. can't be you know at WWE The Miz. But like if his was if his Twitch was Mike Mizanian, you know who that is, right? Like uh, yeah, hard hard to fight that one. But right. Like, but I also understand like. If I'm the reason that Rotten Jack is famous, and you're gonna be like, oh, come watch at common debaucheries Rotten Jack on Twitch, blah 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 blah, the same other thing, and you're making a shit ton of money on it, I'm gonna be like, bro, like that's like our branding, like yeah, you know, we we promote you as Rotten Jack, like yeah, I at what point do I deserve a cut of it? Because like the reason people know who you are by that name is because of us, sure type that like. You know, yeah. The fact that so many of the guys, like like The Rock. The like The Rock patented Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Because well, first off, it's his name, and he he patented the whole The Rock thing because like before WWE could. But that's Mm -hmm. also why like WWE has started like tipping their hand for what's coming next. By yeah. the patents that they file, which are public property and public knowledge. Yeah. So like, oh, so and so who has gone by this name, this name, this name, and this name in their indie, like in their time in the Indies, uh, is a, currently a free agent, and WWE just filed a trademark for like different variations of those names. So and so is probably getting signed by WWE. Yeah. Like one of the favorite things that I I, I like seeing happen, and the most recent one. Would be like um, with like the name changes amongst like sporting teams, especially with the Native American imagery, right? Right. So people were going online and buying up domain names for websites, like buying just dozens and dozens of, they're just hoping that they hit gold and like got the right yep. one. So then all of a sudden, like. I think it was either... No, Cleveland Cleveland Indians changed to Cleveland Guardians. They ran into a problem with trademarking because there was already a Cleveland Guardians roller derby team. Correct. Um, and there was some money exchanged in order to get the rights to Cleveland Guardians to go to the baseball team. Uh, but I want to say someone did something with the Washington Commanders. So, to, like, they actually had the domain name. They they bought, like, two dozen different... Washington leaked... Like, they ended up leaking the fact that the Commanders were the chosen name. Because people were searching... Like, they put out the... Uh, like, the top five. Like, the top like five that. for, like, the fans to vote on or whatever. Like, to get the fan opinion, which they didn't go with. right. But then people like went online or like typing in to search their dom- domain name because they're like, oh, somebody had the idea. And you typed in like, you know, uh, WashingtonTimberwolves.com. This domain name does not work. Washington, uh, whatever, like the, the other ones. And then somebody typed in WashingtonCommanders.com and it rerouted to the Washington football team website. Yeah. And they were like, you already have the, like, it's one thing for the domain, like, you should one, you should have just bought them all. As soon as you, like, right. before you made this public, you should have bought them all. And two, because, like, how much does that really cost for a billion dollar business? Right. Like, I, I have heard of, like, there have been instances of people getting the domain name and then, like, the team trying to get it, but it's already taken. Right. And then these people get, like, a massive fucking payday. Yeah. Because they're like, all right, you want... Like you already established and named your team Washington Commanders. I own the domain name for Washington Commanders. Right. Uh, how mu- how I, much is this worth to you? I also own the domain WSH Commanders. Uh, the yeah. Washington Commanders NFL. NFL Commanders. NFL Wash Commander. Like I own every variation of it. Which one do you want? And how much are you willing to pay for it? Right. Because I have a number in my head, but I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, the people who hit that are, are, are wild. And, like, the... So, Washington... The Washington football team is renaming themselves again. again. Yeah. Because Dan Snyder got ousted. Finally. Well, Dan Snyder got ousted. And the entire... They they botched... Botched the okay. whole thing. Like, everything. Like, they... It was found out that the... Like I said, the fan vote thing was, like... Oh, I'll be... You know, pick the next Washington Commanders football name. Or, the, like, the next Washington football team name. Yeah. And... There, like, commanders was like fourth on the list, yeah. But it won. But yeah. people were like, I screenshot this as like time expired, and Washington Commanders was not even close, right? Like, so they basically threw a middle finger to the fans. Not to mention, like, did nobody in that entire organization in the two years that it took them to rename this goddamn? Why it took two years? I don't even understand. It should have been like an off-season move, like. Like, all right, we're no longer the Redskins. Like, we're going well, by... Well, Snyder wanted to fight it. Right. But at no point when they were testing out names, nobody sat there and was like, all right, what are fans going to chant in the stands for these names? No one was like, let's go, Commanders. All right. What else could they chant? Oh, how about, let's go, Commies. Like nobody thought of that. Like right. I was ready and waiting to see like hammer and sickle signs in the crowd. Especially because like the coloring of the jerseys too, like the red. Yeah, like, like that, that deeper maroon. Your, your, your and, 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 and when, when they jersey. when they went away from the like from the Redskins name, they it got redder. Yeah. Like, like the Redskins like, were more of a golden burgundy or golden yeah. maroon. And then like you, they went to more of like a deep cardinal red. Yeah, you steer you steered into the red, <laughs> and like and nobody thought in that entire organization, hey guys, they might be shouting, "Let's go, commies!" in the stand. I, there wasn't a single thing about the renaming of that team that was done well. No. So uh, there's actually four teams locally here that are going through it now. My yeah. alma mater went through it back in like 2012. Yeah, it's been like, like almost 10 years. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I laugh every time I see on social media the the old people like, glad to see the Lancaster ending like all caps. Redskins did well today. I like, see there's a guy over on Aurora. There's one over here on Central too. That across his front yard, like one of his kids must have graduated or something like that. He's just got a, in big bold letters and signs on his front yard, always a Redskin. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's been like With, a, wa- with a Washington Redskins flag hanging out front. I'm like, it's been 10 years. Let it go. There's, every time there's school board positions open, there are people who run under the guise of, if I get elected, I will change the name back. Yeah. And they get fewer and fewer votes every year. Because even their friends have started looking at them and be like, this is dumb. We should let it go. Yeah. Like, I also heard something today that, like, now with this new ownership, apparently Magic Johnson is part of the ownership group that just got I didn't hear that. I don't. I, truth, truth be told, I've kind of like, um, don't know. Someone, about someone was like, oh, maybe they'll revert back to the Redskins' name because, you know, it was really a sense of pride for, you know, the Native Americans and they were donating all kinds of money to, like, Native charities and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I can see, like, they did some good stuff, but, like, it's an outdated turn, guys. Like, we got to move on. At the end of the day, it's just not worth the fight. No. Like, I mean, the Cleveland, like the, the Cleveland Indians, yeah. every year had a group of people protesting their home opener. Uh-huh. There was somebody at every single game protesting the games and the team names and so like, like, and like the group got smaller and smaller every year, and they usually and a lot of it was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna stop the use of the the fabled she- Chief Wahoo logo. caricature, yeah, like you know, and that stuff I can kind of see, like okay, it's cartoonish, like. No more cartoonist than the fighting Irishman for the fighting Irish. Right. Like, whatever. We're not going to dive down the hole of the people fighting the fight. like. But uh, West Seneca West, yep. locally here, is no longer the Indians. They are the Warhawks. Yeah. And their logo is a hawk. Iroquois going through it. Which is going to be weird. Uh, apparently, uh, I talked to someone who is... One of my clients ended up being like an administrator or a teacher for a teacher for Iroquois. I was like, so how is that all going to work? He goes, they allowed the school to keep the name like Iroquois High School, right? Because it's been around for so goddamn long, right? Like the name Iroquois High School in itself is not like a caricature or racist or anything like that. Uh, but they have to change the logo and the name of the mascot because they're the Chiefs. Right. Uh, and they have to get rid of their totem pole that's out front. So, like, I, I, I guess my question is, like, what do you change that name to? I don't and, know. Because, like, when you think Iroquois, right, you, like, you think – It's Iro- an Indian name. Yeah, like, you think the Iroquois tribe, right? right. Like, you can – the Dewaga, you can kind of, like, okay – See now, that's one I don't necessarily agree with. I, th- I heard. Okay, I can get behind them having to change their logo, which I heard but is what they're doing. For them to potentially be forced to change from the Warriors, I'm sorry, but one class of people cannot claim the term the warrior. term Warrior as themselves, like, right? Because like you change you change the logo to samurai swords, and sure, you're a like, samurai warrior. You change it to, uh, you know, Viking horns. You're a Viking warrior. like Vikings didn't do horns, but... I know. But for whatever reason, every fucking logo that's yeah. Viking is horned helmets. I know. But, like, I, it's just... It, the whole thing's interesting because I, I heard that they weren't forced to change the name, but they were forced to change the imagery used yeah. with the name. So I'm intrigued to see what that where that one goes. I'm intrigued to see where the Iroquois name goes because, again... Your school is named after a Native American tribe. Right. So, like... And, honestly, there's a lot of places around here that are Native American names. Yes. Depew. Cheektawaga. Cheektawaga. When you drive on the one... The Skajakwada. The like, there was a dispatcher back in the day when I worked on the ambulance. I Seneca. West Seneca. In, West Seneca West and West Seneca East. Yeah. Like, just Seneca, like... But, like, so, anyways, there was this dispatcher. She was this lovely elderly black lady. Her name was Agnes. She was one of the funniest dispatchers you would ever hear on the radio, right? She could not pronounce a lot of the names in the city just because she had a very thick, like, southern... She was, like, southern Mississippi that moved up here, right? So... She would dispatch you to, there's there's the Skijakwita Expressway. Right. And then there's also Skijakwita Street in the city. Whenever she had to dispatch you to the Skijakwita Expressway, she would always tell you the 198. Right. Okay. If you had to go to Skijakwita Street, she would say... The, the the street that sounds like the 198, but it's not the 198, <laughs> because if she tried to pronounce Skajakuda, it always came out like Skajakaland or sk- Oh my god, like it's funny because like my like my grandma used to mis mispronounce things all the time, like it was great. Some of the shit this lady used to say over the radio, like she would send you to Arkansas Street. Well, yeah, you got to go to Arkansas. Arkansas Street. I remember the first time I heard it, I'm like, what the fuck is Arkansas Street? And then my partner's like, Arkansas, Arkansas. Street. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, someone fell, like, out of a window or something or down the stairs. She dispatched it. As you're going for the fall, uh, was in the upper, now in the lower. Jeez. God damn it, Agnes. <laughs> I We had one of the guys that worked center control at day camp he was so funny like they, they whenever there was like an emergency or whatever like a specific specifically a medical emergency they flip-flop back and forth of whether or not we were supposed to say what, what it was what it yeah. was and like so, like, and then if we were allowed how we would say it, like, oh, what seems to be the emergency? Oh, uh, restricted breathing. Guys, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um so <laughs> there'd there'd be times that this guy would like like uh you know they call like the 10 the 10 code for a medical emergency was a 1062, oh 1062 and Charlie in it, 1062 and Charlie in it. We're like, uh, 10 attention all personnel. We have a 1062 in Charlie unit, we have a 1062 in Charlie unit. Uh, facilities on restricted movement, no inmate or civilian move in the hallways. Aside from the medical personnel who should probably stop smoking and go to the medical emergency, like, because he, <laughs> he had 30 years, so he just didn't. Like, and one of the funniest days, he for like, I, I don't know if a button got stuck. Or if he, like... He hot-miked it? Oh, he hot-miked it. Oh, I love a good hot-mic. And, like, it was a hot-mic and a half because he he was notorious for, like, saying things. And then Uh he'd, like, stop the broadcast. And then he'd go off about how fucking stupid somebody was. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, I'm sitting in our medical wing the one day, being basically the medical secretary who called people down to get checked out by our medical staff. Medical emergency happens, so the whole place stops. I'm just sitting there making sure that the whole place is controlled. And we're just sitting in there, and all of a sudden, he's like, uh, you know, control to whatever badge number the one supervisor was. Hold off on bringing contestant number two down to medical. (laughs) And before he shut, like, he, he had, like, the button for the radio and the button for the overhead. Yeah. So it didn't just go over the radios; it went over the PA system. He's like, "Yeah, because God knows that fucking idiot doesn't ever fucking have a goddamn radio." <laughs> the who stand next to me picks up the phone, dude, 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 dude. Hello, uh, officer, officer DJ. Um, you're still holding the mic button down. Oh fuck! <laughs> it was one of the funniest <laughs> moments of my of my career. Like, because he's that dude that like if you hot mic yourself and he found out about it, like it was like, Oh, if you hot mic yourself and I found out about it kind of thing, like he would just yeah. like, Hey, uh, you take, take your finger off the button before you call someone a derogatory term. Sure. Like, like, don't, don't motherfuck the watch commander over the radio. Like, yeah. and then he damn near did it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, it was funny. Cause like I, we got done with everything. I walked in and I looked. It was like, 'Cause I worked center control all the time. And I worked with him regularly. So I walked in and I was like, Hey man. He's like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, Uh, maybe you should take your own advice next time you got the button pushed down and like the other two in the room started dying and then he's like, Fuck you, Josh, get the fuck out of here. The lieutenant's right behind me he goes, What he said, and just kept walking. <laughs> oh, oh I love sure. our our episodes with no direction. This was this yeah, was fun. They they take wild turns sometimes, man. They sure do. Ah, uh, but that's going to do it for this episode of Common Debauchery. So thanks for t- tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I am the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Common, Common Debauchery. Debauchery. Common Debauchery is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online, bicbp-radio.com. You can tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And you can follow us on social media, at Common Debauchery on Instagram and Common Debauchery on Facebook.